You are really wonderful people for being here at Midnight Mass. It's a wonderful tradition, an ancient tradition. It's a challenge to come to Midnight Mass. So I hope that our Lord will bless you for how you have taken this time to come here to be on this very, very special night. I was very honored to come down the aisle holding that little small image of the child Jesus and bring it over here to this manger scene and place it in there and bless with incense. And then I knelt down for a little bit, all because of profound respect for what happened there. And you know, you heard in some of the music that we've heard in the prayers already, that Jesus, when he comes in Bethlehem, is called the Prince of Peace. What a beautiful title that is, the Prince of Peace. But then you can ask, so where is the peace? 2019 years, and where is the peace? I mean, even now, what's North Korea gonna do tomorrow? What's going on in the Middle East? Or all the wonderful politics we have going on in this country? Where is the peace? 2019 years ago, he was promised as the Prince of Peace, it's a very good question. It's a very reasonable question that any reasonable person could ask. Where is the peace that this person was supposed to bring? Well, I can tell you that I actually learned it very early in my own life um, where I was born. You might know, some of you might not know that I'm not actually from California. I was actually, I came here when I was nine years old and I was actually born in New Jersey. I normally don't admit that. <laughs> Newark, New Jersey, not a great place. And uh, I was nine years old when I came here, but before then I lived in New Jersey and we lived on a dead-end street, a dead-end street. When I came to California, I found out that was called a cul-de-sac. <laughs> in New Jersey, it's a dead-end street. And it was a tough neighborhood. And I, it was the only neighborhood I knew I didn't have anything to compare with, so I didn't really realize it at the time. But looking back on it, I remember now that it was a place of a lot of contention. The neighbors didn't like each other. And being very vocal in that area of the world, they would often be yelling at each other across the street, standing on one porch and yelling at the person across the way. And I remember one time I was riding my bicycle, and I was just riding around you know, going around the circle, and uh, I was kind of coasting, and I was swinging my legs, just coasting on this bike, and I ran by two houses, and the person in this house and the person in this house were yelling at each other, and it distracted me, and my foot got caught in the spokes of the wheel, and I went down, and actually the axle nut actually scraped my leg, and it cut it, and I started to bleed. And of course, I did the exact thing I knew what to do at that moment, which was to scream as loud as I could, <laughs> which I did, and I fell to the ground, and I was screaming, and all of it, and this is a very old memory, so all I have is these kind of images. And I remember looking up, and I saw all these adults over me, looking down at me, and they were all talking very excitedly, and I remember one person said, go get a wrench. And they got a wrench and they took the wheel off the bicycle to free my foot from the spokes. <clears throat> and the last memory I have was being <clears throat> placed into a station wagon and I guess being taken to the doctor or the hospital or something like that. But the last memory I have 
is looking out the back window of the station wagon <clears throat> and seeing all these neighbors standing there together, waving at me, not arguing, <laughs> but together waving at me as I was being taken away. It was interesting that a little child in trouble was able to stop the argument between these two people and between actually everybody on that neighborhood. Maybe that was the genius that God had by sending his son as a little vulnerable child. He could have sent him as a avenging warrior to impose peace on the world. You're fighting with each other, I'm gonna make you stop by being this powerful warrior or some type of a superhero with superpowers that would just simply melt every weapon and stop people from fighting. But God doesn't do that. Instead, he does something different. He sends the exact opposite of that. He sends a little vulnerable child that will die unless Mary and Joseph take care of him. Somehow, when you are in the presence of a vulnerable, innocent child, it triggers things in people that triggers our deepest human experience. We feel compassion. And that triggers conversion, and that triggers courage. You know, when I was lying on that sidewalk, people were triggered by compassion. They felt sorry for me. They converted themselves into a different person, and they courageously came down to take care of me. And maybe that was the genius of our Lord in bringing this person, Jesus, to our world in this way, as a vulnerable child that triggers compassion, conversion, and courage. And you know, if you take those three words, compassion, which leads to conversion to God, and then the courage to do what is right, those three words are the very summary of Catholicism. That is our Catholic faith. We are moved by compassion, we are converted to our Lord, and we have the courage to follow him and do what is right. You know, I can't tell you how long that neighborhood peace lasted. <laughs> Maybe it lasted for a few days. I decided I was not going to have an accident every week to make it continue. <laughs> but God thought of something. He knows that any promise, any change, any compassion, any conversion, any courage decision that people make is only gonna last for a short time. Pretty soon it's gonna fade away. And that's the way we are as human beings. We can make these wonderful promises and they will fade away. And so God said, not only am I gonna send my son to the world as this little child, but I will send him to you every Sunday at Mass. Where he says, this is my body and this is my blood and it is given for you. And so that every Sunday, every week, we can renew this compassion. We can renew this conversion and we can renew this courage to follow our Lord. And so that it can continue throughout the entire year, not just on one night, not just on one day on a dead end street in New Jersey, but every single week we can have it. And then peace comes to the world one person at a time. And I'm telling you tonight, you are that person. You are that person. It comes into the world one person at a time, and it is you tonight. 
and it will fade after about six days. So we have to renew it again. We have to renew it again and renew it again. So at least here in St. Bruno's in Whittier, we will have the peace that he meant to bring us 2,019 years ago. And so I wish for all of you, not only tonight, but really every week, a Merry Christmas. <laughs>